Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Hello, everyone. Good morning. I'm having some technical difficulties. Um, Got a new computer, and somehow the Direct Connect, that is the alternative to Skype these days, is not working on the new computer, and now I'm on the phone. But this isn't working either because I'm on here. I wasn't, you know, they explained it, but on my host page, it doesn't, it shows that I'm not on yet as a host. So I'm not sure what. What's going on? So I'm going to try to go in through Skype again, but I don't think it's going to work. Ay, ay, ay. Um, I'm sorry for all these difficulties, guys. Yeah, the Skype thing isn't working either. Yeah, it's saying that the the direct connect is not connecting. So I'm sorry. And, and my phone also is somehow... There's a problem with a plug-in, and so I'm not getting – I'm just going to try plugging it in somewhere else. Give me a second here. I'm so sorry. Um, okay. Let's try. The. I'm trying to get it so that I can have um, – um, The <laughs> just trying to do this stuff. I'm trying to get it so that I can have the speakerphone because right now it's not giving me the speakerphone, and I don't know how to get it so it works for that without undoing a bunch of other plugs that may do something funny like turn me off completely. No, that didn't seem to help. <laughs> anyway, so I'm going to have to hold the. I'm going to have to hold the you know the extension because i'm on a i'm on a regular house phone because it's better than digital they don't want you to use a cell phone but it's still showing that i'm not on so i'm very confused whether i'm on or not oh, yeah. maybe um someone who listens to the show regularly might call me or text me and let me know that i'm on because right now i don't know if i'm on it shows that it's not that i'm not on here i just don't know what to would think about it, even though when I called in, it said, you are now connected. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, I'm going to go as if if I am on. All right. So, um, gosh, I just don't understand why this isn't working. I'm just going to try it again because I'm afraid I've unplugged some very important part of the phone. Maybe that gives it to me. No. I don't know. Oh. You know, technology is great when we when it's all working right, but when we have a problem, uh, especially last moment, I didn't expect to have any problem. The computer is new that I'm 
was working on, oh, you know what, I have my other computer, but I still, maybe that would work. But I don't know. I don't know how to get off the phone now to do that. So I'm just going to keep going. Okay, so today we have a great a great show. It's it's really a great show. So hello, good morning, good afternoon, whatever. <laughs> hello from me, Janet Richmond. I'm so happy to be connected with you all. I as I said, the my computer screen doesn't show that I'm even on, so if so I don't encourage anybody to call because I won't even be able to recognize that you're there to pick up. You can certainly call in to listen, that's certainly a possibility, but anyway, you can also write me. I have had uh you know, I have my email Janet at HigherSelfVoice.com or Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Either way will get to me. And you can always write me if you have any, send me an email if you have any questions, concerns, anything. Uh, so that sort of gets all the important things off the table. And I will just, I just decided today because it's been a very, very hectic few weeks for me because I've started the that videoed radio show that I told you about on T-Radio V. It's been very exciting. My first week, I think I mentioned last time, I didn't do so well. It was, you know, my first time out of the gate, and it was kind of Murphy's Law. And I wasn't experienced enough to just go with the flow and know what I was doing and be able to work it through all the various things that came up. So... Anyway, yesterday I had my second show, and it was much better. I had a wonderful guest, Detron Nelson, was on with me, and it was a fun show. And the first one I probably won't end up posting simply because it was, it just was what you would expect the first time out of the gate. <laughs> it really was. So, I mean, I had some good moments. The healing on it was really good, I thought, but uh, the rest of it was problematic there were difficulties and issues and you know what what else so the the second show was much better we don't have that posted i don't know when it will go up because i'm still so new at how to turn these things around i'm not in charge you know there's a studio that's in charge of the show and i have to get the link or the download from them and <clears throat> i don't have all that smoothed out yet anyway so Today, I'm going to do a fairly short show. I'm going to do a review, basically, today. And it's a very important review, actually, because I've been giving you guys some very intense, very powerful information. And it's time to sort of synthesize it all and bring it to you in a nutshell, so to speak, so that you can maybe absorb and utilize the information in a in a better way or you'll have more connection to it, you'll understand it better or something. Maybe nobody emails me or, I mean, I do get a few emails, but maybe I don't get as many as I would hope for because it's so overwhelming you wouldn't even know where to begin to know what to ask me. And it is. It's a lot. It is a lot. And I've only touched the surface. I'm about to move on to sort of a new topic arena because the self-help, so to speak, is something that, you know, I'm just really very concerned about whether this phone is even attached. 
the whole thing. I'm not getting any light on my phone. I got the dial tone. I heard the talking. <laughs> anyway, I'm back to the the technical problems. But I could be doing this whole sh- whole show, and it's showing, you know, still showing that I'm not on the show. So I'm very, I'm just sort of weirded out. Anyway, you know what? Maybe it's just worth it to to hang up and come back on my other computer. But then I don't know if I'll have problems on there too. I don't know what to do. I really don't know what to do. This is just because I have no way of knowing that I'm on or not. I can't tell. What would you do if you were me, folks? Oh, oh no, that's not it. You know, you know how it is when you have computers and all these attachments, the printers and the the backup systems and the you know, I've got so many plugs here and I'm not sure what's what and why I'm not showing. Um, I wonder if I've unplugged some important part of something here. That could be. Anyway, so anyway, today I'm going to go on as if I have the show, but it it won't be a long show. I'm going to be talking about this review, and then I'm going to be doing the third part of the healing for Claudia. Now, I have not yet heard from Claudia, and I don't expect to hear from her, because if you recall from her patterns, she's overwhelmed and just literally won't even feel the energy, enough energy to pick up the phone or or get on the computer and, and give me feedback. So we're not going to worry about feedback because we are, we love her no matter what. Feedback is not an essential part of the deal. <laughs> um, so anyway, I will work on her again. But meanwhile, I'm going to try to talk about this, what I've been giving in the last few weeks, kind of put it into a nutshell, make it more palatable or more digestible in a way to summarize it or to simplify it. So last week I talked about the creative life force energy, and boy, is that a powerful energy. And I want to encourage everyone to use it with a pure soul essence, and I'm going to definitely discuss this in more detail a little in, in just a moment because the, the the combination of the creative life force and the pure soul essence are the miracle makers, guys. Here, using these two elements, using these divine energies, the pure soul essence that every soul carries and the creative life force that every soul carries, this is how we can change our lives. Here's the shortcut to being superheroes for ourselves and for others. Now, we can just be passive. We can wait until the increasing frequencies of energies in the in the universe from the evolutionary thrust energy or and the the increasing energies on the planet Earth itself, we can wait until they awaken us, until they the energies take us through the paces, so to speak, to move us to the other side, uh, where we get happier lives. Because uh, it would, if we did nothing, we would be pulled through, we would be pushed through, or we would be sort of dragged along, and we would get to the other side in time in some way, in some fashion, and probably in not very happily. Now, we also can be active participants. We can cooperate with these increased frequencies of energies. We can cooperate uh, 
and be the directing identity of our own lives. Now, I want to tell you a story. This is a true story. I can't remember if I've told it on on the air before. I know I've told it, but I can't think if it was in a meetup group or on the air. But it's a true story, and I heard it firsthand from the friend of mine that it's true about. He told it on himself. This was a number of years ago, I would say about 10 or 15 years ago, or maybe yeah, 10 or 15 years ago, he told this, this story to the group. We had a, I had a Friday group, and he, was, he came to the Friday group. He knew Joan way back when. We were good friends. Um, I, I'll call him Ned. Anyway, he told us that he got a reading from Joan, uh, some, you know, one of her soul scans or psychic readings uh, that she did. And he said that she told him, that going to be a famous actor. And he was so thrilled. He was very involved, really wanted to be an actor very much so. And so, you know, he said six months went by, maybe seven months, and he went back and had another session with her because nothing had happened. There had been no shift. So he goes to have a session with her or a healing with, not a healing. She didn't do healings, but she, he went to have another reading from her. And he says, you know, what's going on? You told me this and and nothing's happened. She said, well, what have you done? I mean, what what have you tried to do, you know, in these six or seven months? And he said, what do you mean? What did I try to do? He said, I sat by the phone waiting for somebody to call me to tell me I, I had a part or something. And he laughed at himself when he told the story. It's an absolutely true story. He absolutely sat there waiting. Now, I heard the story maybe 10 or 15 years ago, but it was a story about himself 10 or 15 years before that. It was in the early days of Joan, before we knew, you know, not anything near what we knew um, when he told me the story, we already knew a lot more by then, but he la- he was laughing at himself. But then this is sort of a silly story in a way because it isn't really relevant. I don't know anybody these days that isn't out there trying to do and accomplish and be and learn and grow and expand and heal and balance and all of that. But I'm telling the story because he he illustrates the need to cooperate with the energies. We're in a free will kingdom, guys. We can be passive. We can just wait around till the energies pull us somewhere. Now, it may take more than this life. You know, we may wait around the whole life waiting for for us to move through our stuff, but it, it takes another big, another life with a, even more, energies more expansion of the frequencies to move us along the way or we can you know so we can be passive or we can be active in our lives okay now so it's a silly story but it makes an important point that we're in the free will kingdom and if we aren't directing our lives our energetics are directing us and when we're more actively out there doing something when we aren't out more actively doing something, we manifest our outer reality based on our energetics. All of them, as you've heard me explain over and over again, that have been accumulated over lifetimes. All the thoughts, all the habit imprints, all the emotional blueprints. If you want to learn more about those, you can learn it on my radio show. I have archives that explain all this. I also have my book, Choices, 
neutralizing your negative thoughts and emotional blueprints. That's kind of like a handbook. It really explains the energetic field and how it operates and yada, yada, yada. My second book goes a little further, Soul Psychology, Our Journey Through the Human Kingdom Universe, to explain how we get very confused at the soul level and how we have a journey to you know, unconfuse ourselves, so to speak, to unscramble our soul scrambles, to learn and grow and become and become the active participant, the directing our identity in our own lives. And part of what we need to learn and part of what we are here to, to learn and grow, <clears throat> to become consciously aware of, is that we carry that pure soul essence. That is extremely important and all those all those of you out there that carry the dual soul nature, which is probably the majority, if not all, of those listening to this program, we already know that. We're just awakening the unremembered remembrance. We're just coming back into the realization because we already know that. But it still can be a struggle sometimes. It still can be a struggle even if we know that to, through our complicated, busy lives to begin to really utilize the knowledge and uh, all the, what you know, to utilize all the, the power, and I don't mean it in a negative sense, but all this power of the miraculous that we carry. So if we're not active participants, if we don't take our lives in our own hands, we become passive, and the passive participation means the energy identities are doing the work for us. All those that we have taken on from eons of lifetimes, so many, so much of it is based on misunderstanding, limited limited truths, limited beliefs, uh, hurts, wounds, confusion, self-doubt, self-hatred even, self-lack, lack, 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 (laughs) struggle, um, tons of struggle. And you've heard me over and over again in these healings and just in what I talk about, you've heard me explain that the the concepts today on this planet are so much more expanded than they are anywhere else, uh, in most, not anywhere else, but in so many lifetimes that we've had. The majority, if not all, because the universe is moving at a a faster frequency, than it's ever moved in. Now, of course, we have all moved into the fifth dimension and we are have returned um, carrying that dual soul nature. So at that true soul essence level, yes, we have been there. We understand completely. But at the human facade level, we place in a time that is much more expanded than probably we've ever experienced before. Although we have been on planets in the future now of now, planets that have been very close to moving into the fifth dimension. We've been been role models and uh, pioneers teaching the humanities on those planets. So we have been on planets that are have more where the concepts are more expanded. But for the most part, we've been in a lot of difficult, a lot of restricted, a lot of uh, low-frequency kind of situations and conditions. Uh, And so, you know, at the facade level, guys, we have a lot to learn. We have a lot to wake up. We have a lot to remember, okay? So anyway, we are, if we're passive, we are at the mercy of all of our energetics. Now, the creative life force energy, 
which I explained last week, we all carry. Every single soul carries it because it's the creative life force energy that is doing the constant manifestation of our outer reality. It's an energy that all it wants to do is create and to give birth to. And it is creating constantly from the moment, you know, every moment in time that we're alive. And what does it use for its fuel? It uses the thought forms, the habit imprints, and the emotional blueprints. It uses all of the energetics we've created for ourselves over our eons of lifetimes. And I use sometimes an analogy, I don't know if I've done it with you guys, of the artist. You know, some artists, they just, they all they want to do is create. And there's an artist, in my analogy, that uses junk Okay, it goes to junkyards to to find things to do use for its, his sculptures. Now, if you go into a junkyard and it's ninety percent hubcaps, what do you think most of his sculptures will look like? They're gonna they're gonna have. Or what are they gonna what what materials will they have? Well. 90% of all their sculptures, of all his sculptures, will be made out of hubcaps because that's the most common, the most, not only common, but the most prolific thing in the junkyard. And so that's what creative life force energy does. It goes in, utilizes the fuels that are the most common, the most prevalent. It doesn't seek and search and try to find, oh, let me go try to find some very positive energies here so I can create something positive. The creative life force energy is impersonal, remember? It's part of the divine energies. It's impersonal. We personalize it with the energies we carry. So if much of our etheric bodies are negative, those are the fuel elements that the creative life force uses to create our outer reality. And this is why you hear me and other people say, whatever you have in your outer reality reflects perfectly what you're carrying at the energetic level. Because the creative life force has used the energies you've created and you're carrying at that energetic level. Now, I've been around quite a while now, and I've constantly encouraged everybody to Neutralize, 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 because we are unconscious so much of the time. We're disconnected from our pure soul essence so much of the time that that creative life force energy is constantly creating from that energetic field. So that is a very important part of the process. It's very important. I will never stop encouraging everyone to neutralize, 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 so that we shift the balance of the energies we are carrying. We want to shift the balance as much as possible. Eventually, and I don't know if you realize this, eventually we're going to get rid of all those energetics, even the so-called positive ones, because whatever we're carrying is going to be biased in our outer reality. It's going to cloud our viewpoint. It's not going to be, uh, we, we wouldn't be carrying the perfection uh, well, we carry the perfection at the pure soul essence level, but we wouldn't be manifesting it necessarily in the outer reality if we're not 100% conscious about living out of 
24-7, the pure soul essence. So we are eventually going to get rid of all the energetics. Um, we don't want habits. We don't want emotional responses. And we're creating all the time. So we just we just want to be living in a very clear field. But right now we focus mostly on negative stuff because that's that's where we are right now. Okay. Now... Here's the deal. We can bypass these energetics. This is the shortcut. We can bypass the energetics using the pure soul essence. I've said over and over again, and even I didn't pay enough attention, didn't really realize or fully connect at the knowing level at the meaning of the pure soul essence, don't I say all the time it's our purest, most perfect, and most potent point of power? Well, yes, it is. But I hadn't taken that in and fully grasped it at the knowing level. And then I, if you remember when I, I think it was two or three months ago now, I said, I found the key, guys. And I did the session. I did the show twice because the first show I did on it, we had a, you know, we had an obscene caller, so that show was taken off. So I redid the show because it's so important. It is key. It is the shortcut. It is the miracle maker. It is what we've all been looking for. In fact, it's the Panama Canal of the energetic world. And what do I mean by that? Instead of going around the tip of South America... We now, and we have had for a long time, have a shortcut through the Panama with the Panama Canal. Now, it still takes time to get from Europe to California, but it's a third of the time or a quarter of the time. So there is still a process using the pure soul essence, just as it's still a journey to go from Europe to California or from Hawaii back to Africa or whatever you're doing, whatever your trip is, when you're moving from one major ocean to another, you still have a journey, but you cut off a significant amount of time using the Panama Canal. And this is what I want to tell you is the pure soul essence. It is absolutely our purest, most perfect, most personal point of power. Okay, so basically what you do is simply this. You use that focus of attention and you become one with your pure soul essence. I even, I, because I've been using it nonstop since I started, uh, since I discovered this amazing information two or three months ago that I had heard, I had typed, I had read, but it hadn't sunk in, but now it's sunk in, okay? It's there, and I want you to know that I've been using it constantly, and here's a way you can use it. Use that focus of attention. You have to activate that pure soul essence. Remember, it is divine energy, okay? It is the totality of all that originating source was, is, and is becoming, complete totality, we want to activate it with a focus of attention. You cannot forget that because that's the turn-on switch. So you become one with it. 
I like to envision myself as as it spreads in through and around the totality of who I am. I like to envision myself standing inside it, okay? So you can use that image if you like. Then whatever you can, just doing that is going to be helpful. If you have 20 seconds, you have a minute, you have whatever, just stand in the center of the pure soul essence. Why? Because in those moments, the creative life force energy is not using your, your energetic field. It's not using that energetic baggage. And you're standing in that very high, purest, most perfect energy, and, it is, and the creative life force the, is, is absolutely working from that level. Now, if you have another minute or five minutes or 10 or even 20, while you're standing there, bring in whatever problem. Well, okay, I forgot one step. I do also encourage you to become one with the originating source. You don't have to even call in the higher selves. They are part of you. So when you, when you, be, when you move the pure soul essence to encompass and amalgamate with the totality of who you are, your higher selves are there. Your dual soul nature, the totality of you at the soul level, is already there. When you, then you move that totality already one with your own pure soul essence. Remember, this is you want to personalize the divine energies with a divine energy. You don't want to personalize it with your energetics. Okay? So then just move that, move yourself into the center of the originating source, or you can say words, I am the originating source, but remember to focus on the words. You can envision the the, the diamond with the two pyramids, uh, base to base, the four-sided pyramids, that energetic diamond that's in essence like the pure soul essence of the originating source itself. That way you're cooperating with that energy. You carry the energy, but you want to cooperate. This word cooperate is important. We want to cooperate with our with the energies that are on the planet to uh, accelerate and accentuate and empower our own journey while we're here. Why not? Okay? So we want to cooperate. So I would do the pure soul essence and the originating source. But again, it doesn't have to take a lot of time. Just move right into the center of the amalgamation with the pure soul essence and then just become one with the originating source energy. You can add on anything. You can add in the true soul essence. Again, it's already part of you, so it is part of the amalgamation. Uh, you don't have to say it, but you can. You can also call in the higher selves or you know, consciously do that. I do it with you guys on the show just to, to be completely clear of all the aspects and elements of who you are that are included in this amalgamation process. Then you're standing in the center. Then you can bring in any problem you have. You have a physical problem. You have an emotional problem. You have a relationship problem. You have a work problem. You have a financial problem. Bring that right in to that pure soul essence. And that pure soul essence, just direct it to neutralize any and all energies related to the problem. So you're working that side of the coin. And the pure soul essence energies, they, 
There's, they can't be corrupted. They can't hurt or harm. So you direct them from that free will level. They can't trespass. They're going to move and do this neutralizing. They're going to neutralize and then absorb. You can also activate different divine energies to work the other side of the coin. So, for example, my first radio show did not go very well. There were some, some of it clearly was because I was a complete newbie and really didn't know what I was doing. But there were other elements that just things happen in the studio uh, that were seemingly out of my control. But again, I'm reflecting in my outer reality exactly what I'm carrying at the energetic level. And it was so crazy for the week or two before the show, I literally didn't work on it. So the Murphy's Law came in. Clearly, I still held in the energetic field uh, different who knows what that had an effect and brought in certain things, like there was the, there was, uh, the people in the control booth, so to speak, the, onto the side. Some, somebody new they hadn't seen for months came in for like five or six or seven minutes. They were screaming and laughing and, you know, so happy to see each other. I mean, it was joy, joyful noise, but it was very loud. And, you know, you think about studios as being really quiet and all of that. Well, I was it kind of threw me because... I don't know why, because I guess it was unexpected. I've been at the Conscious Life Expo and done healings with 100 people walking around me. I can tune it out. But in this situation, I was such a newbie, I couldn't. But that, that too, was something I actually manifested. I kept manifesting other issues, and there were other things. It's not worth going into the details, because it's just one of the kind, no matter any show, that I do, there's going to be unexpected things. The more experience we have, of course, the more the unexpected doesn't throw us. But I didn't really work on it like I'm telling you guys. And so I did manifest all these things. It was just silly. It was like a little laundry list, and none of them were major. But on top of me being a um, first time out of the gate, I didn't do so great. So I'm okay. I didn't expect to, to do really well. I didn't know what to expect, so I'm fine with it. It didn't undo me. I didn't lose any sleep over it. I didn't hammer myself because I didn't do well. But I realized, I went, oh, my God, I never really worked on it. But I was crazy, and we had that amazingly difficult uh, hot days, uh, 111, one day, 109, where I, where I am. And it, it meant just I didn't get out because a lot of the work I do is when I'm out in nature, I, I do a lot of walking and hiking and stuff, and, and I just was unable to get out because of the heat. So it was busy and heat and this, that, and the other. You know, life is busy. I'm the same as you, and this is why I so empathize with you, and I don't push you to do it every day, and I don't berate you if you don't do it every day because, hey, I'm part of the crowd. Anyway, so this time the heat cooperated and... I was very aware, and I did work on it. And what I did was I pulled in being a host. I just pulled in the, the whole show, and I activated the divine energies, uh, divine host, okay? Whoever heard of a divine energy called divine host? Well, anything we have in this world has a divine element. So I called in divine host. I called in divine fun because I, I wanted to have fun with it rather than being nervous about it. I called in all sorts of aspects and also had it um, 
I mean, divine aspects. So I'm having, uh, well, first, oh, I'm sorry, guys. The first thing you want to do is you want to activate the creative life force energy, okay? Activate it while you're standing within the pure soul essence before you call anything in because that creative life force energy will help create what you want in the highest ideal. It's always in the highest ideal. It cannot do any hurt or harm. So I'm sorry I forgot that piece. I'm just a little bit... Um, throne i guess because (laughs) i'm still not sure if i'm even on the air so we don't know anyway um yeah i haven't gotten any texts from anyone saying i'm on the air so either no one is listening live or it would have to be somebody who knows my my phone number and i can't really give that out over the air but anyway so you activate that creative life force energy so now you've got that all it wants to do is create. So I'm calling it. I called that in. Then I, I put in the whole TV show. I want to neutralize all any issues, any, any energetics that could get in the way of my being as successful as possible on my second show. All the divine energies that I could think of to help create, you know, open the doors, make it positive, uh, help me feel comfortable, divine serenity, <laughs> divine brilliance, you know, whatever, divine articulation, being being articulate. I just called in everything I could, and I worked three or four times. And the show, now, again, it's not perfect, but, again, it was night and day different because I worked on it. There is no replacing the experience So I do have to continue to do new shows so I can experience more and more elements, get more and more flowy or comfortable with the various elements that, you know, the, any issues that come up. One of the things that came up the show is that it really is only a 50 minute show. Well, I, in all the preparation didn't know it was only 50 minutes. So I'm looking at my watch. I think I have 10 more minutes, and they're flagging me two minutes. And I'm like, what, what? Well, it turned out the week before there was no show after me, so they let me go for the hour. But normally there is someone after me, and so it's a 50-minute show because I have to clear out, and it gives time for the next person to come in. But that was so minor. I mean, that was okay. I mean, people watching might have thought I was a little bit idiotic because I didn't know it was a 50-minute show. But that's okay. I don't care. I mean, it's it's all right. It happened. So, yeah, did things happen? Yeah. But each time you do it, you learn a little bit more. And But it was night and day different. And I know that by cooperating with the energies, by being my own directing identity and working with my purest, most perfect, most personal, personally potent point of power, that I did the 180, literally within one show. I didn't, and somebody told me who's been a host a long time said, oh, it's going to take you at least six months to feel comfortable. Well, I felt comfortable on my second show. There were a couple of moments where it was like, like after the healing, (laughs) my guest was, and so was I, we were both in la-la land. So we literally didn't have anything to discuss. I mean, it was so ridiculous. So I just pulled something out of the hat. I wasn't prepared, you know, that there would be no discussion, but it worked out fine. So there were moments where, you know, whatever, but it was so much better 
And I fully know that working with this energy is what turned it around so quickly so that I didn't have to, you know, I worked on neutralizing fear and performance anxiety and anything that I could think of that might come up, fear of commitment, fear of the destiny, because being out on the visual medium is and it's worldwide because like this show, it's it's going out globally on the Internet. So it is such an opportunity for me to get the message out. I want this. I want it to be successful, and I don't want to be, you know, working at it for six months before I'm finally comfortable. If you remember, I've told you it took me, oh, a good 10 months to be comfortable doing the radio. I was in, so nervous every single week for 10 months, and then at some point right around 10 months, might have been eight, might have been nine, I think it was right around 10 months, something shifted in me, and I went, oh, I got this. And I was much more relaxed. It would never take me 10 months now because I have the shortcut, guys. We have the Panama Canal right here at our fingertips. Again, even with the Panama Canal, ships have a journey. They have to still go through a process of getting from Panama, not Panama, getting from Europe or Asia over to wherever they're going, there's still a journey, and we all have to be on the journey. But, hey, let's use this shortcut. So back to what you do. You just stand in the center. You're fully amalgamated with the pure soul essence and with, your, with the originating source. You activate the creative life force energy, and then you, be, you, you direct the, the divine energies to neutralize anything and everything. You can be specific if you know specifically. You know, my nerves really get the best of me. Work on that. Have, you know, really focus. Send some direct energy into that. And, you know, this energy is like smart bombs. It's like got the laser finder that zooms right in to find all those energetics that are standing in your way, that are making it difficult for whatever reason, whatever you're doing. And then you use the divine energies to create from the inside out, from this place of purity, your outer reality, bypassing the creating based on your etheric body energies, all those energy identities that when we're unconscious, that's what's in charge of our creating our outer reality. This is why the higher selves say we want to be living within the pure soul essence 24-7. We don't ever want the energies that we all carry to be creating from our etheric, you know, our energetic baggage. We don't want that. But the reality of where we are right now, that's what we have. That's why we still work on neutralizing that energetic baggage. We still a very important part of the but we do have now this tremendous shortcut. This is the miracle maker. This is what's going to shift your lives quickly. It doesn't take a lot of time when I'm out walking because it's my opportunity. You know, you hit, you do two birds with one stone. I just love it. I used to do it running. Believe it or not, I did a lot of work when I was a runner, but I don't run anymore. Um, it just got a little, you know, jarring on the body. And the... but. I, I do it, and so I used to listen to a lot, off and on, I would listen to a lot of books on tape when I was out walking, but now exclusively I 
I mean, sometimes I have to make a phone call, but exclusively I'm doing this work. So there'll be times where you feel you can do, you know, spend a few minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. I walk for from between, usually between, uh, rarely less than a half hour, but usually more around an hour sometimes an hour and a half. So I'm doing the work. Now you get distracted because you stand, you know, you have to cross the street or you're talking to some pedestrians or you have a squirrel jump on you, which I had. I don't remember if I told you, but I was out walking one day and a squirrel jumped on me. Oh my God, that was the coolest thing ever. Um, it, it pretty sure had been a tame squirrel and it got out or got lost because it stayed on me for 45 minutes. And eventually we did find a family that would take it over and would feed it because it was hungry. But in any case, you do get disturbed. You do get uh, distracted, you know, and it happens. But if you're out there for a while, if you're somewhere, if you're walking, if you're at the gym, I, I do it when I'm on the elliptical. I do it sometimes. I usually, when I'm in the gym, I'm focusing on the physical body because I'm in there to work on the physical body. So when I'm on the elliptical, I'm working within the pure soul essence. I'm neutralizing any physical problems, any illnesses, any disabilities, any pro, you know, any predispositions, any stiffness, any muscle things, and then the divine energies I call in divine strength, divine flexibility, divine, you know anything that's relevant to the work. And then when I'm doing the repetitions, when I'm out working on the machines or whatever, I call in whatever is relevant for that machine. You know, if I'm on leg machines, I might call in divine legs and divine strength and divine, uh, you know, whatever. And the, so I, I would address based on what I'm doing is those are the energies I'm working with. So everything in my life at some point gets addressed. And some weeks I'm doing it intensely several times a day, all day long. And then some weeks, like the week before my first show, uh, I'm crazy working 15-hour days, not getting outside, not doing the work, and I'm doing almost nothing. I would, in the shower or something, uh, become amalgamate, but I'm in a hurry and so I don't spend much time. It's just I do it when I can in those busy weeks. None of us have the option to just turn off our outer lives. But the more we do it, even if we do just a few seconds or a minute several times a day, the more we're going to do it because we're developing the habit pattern. We're creating the automatic pilot of doing it and having it come to mind more and more often. And that's really helpful. The habit imprint is really helpful in this case. And so, and, and in this way, we're moving into that conscious state. We are operating out of this powerful miracle maker, hero maker energy field instead of traveling all the way around the tip of South America in order to get anywhere. So it is still a journey. We still have to be active we still have to do the work we can't be passive we can't sit and wait for the phone to ring like my silly friend ned did some 30 odd years ago and then he told me the story uh as i said about 10 or 15 years ago in any case it is it's important we become active you can listen to this information you can hear me give it and the higher self used to say and, and over and over again 
we don't give it just for you to have it in your mind. We give it because we truly want you to have the tools and techniques to be all you want to be. But they can't do that for us, and I can't do it for you. Each of us has to do it for ourselves, as you know. So anyway, that's what I wanted to talk about today. Now, I'm going to demonstrate a very simple, this, exactly what I just described with Claudia. Um, you know me. I normally go on and on, and I explain so many things, and I'm going to try to completely cut that off and literally just bring you into a state of amalgamation very quickly. Of course, Claudia will be there, and then I'm going to work on Claudia. Now, if you recall, she had three major patterns. One was complete exhaustion. She, for eight years, she just, her tiredness was to the point, it was so extreme. She just barely could function. The second thing was about a year ago she was hit from behind when she was in the bus station or train station. She was hit from behind by a homeless man with one of his bags full of bottles or jars or something. And it knocked her down and she has moved into really what I call a state of PTSD where she's been traumatized by it and hasn't you know, she's afraid now anytime she sees a homeless man. And she knows consciously that's ridiculous, but she can't help it. It's just triggered for her, and she finds it difficult even to go out sometimes because you never know when you're going to see someone who's homeless. Then the third thing is that she's always, from the time she was 16, she was always so responsible. And the, it's part of her culture, and it's part of who she is at the inner levels. And the responsibility pattern is completely uh, exhausting as well because she has no space for herself. She, she doesn't do anything for fun. She feels like she's taking care of her whole family. She feels like she's taking, it feels like she's taking care of the world. And she now avoids taking on any other responsibility because she can't even, it's just too overwhelming to even think about being responsible for anything else when She's already completely overwhelmed. And so I have worked on her twice, for those of you who haven't heard this show before, and honestly, I don't know what came up. I don't know. I'm pretty sure both times they they touched on whatever came up, touched on and had it factor in all three patterns. But I really don't know because I don't remember um, as I've told you, it's like a dream, and I work on so many people. Now, if I were having a discussion with somebody who said, oh, yeah, well, you said such and such and such and such, oh, yeah, it would trigger my memory and I would know it. But right now, I'm really not sure what came up, but I do know that they did, the higher selves did bring me both times to where where I think all patterns were addressed. So I'm just curious to see what's going to happen today, and I'm going to start out with a very simple amalgamation so that you guys have some very simple, a very, it's a simple tool, but it carries all the elements that you need. It is the shortcut. All right? Okay. So I'm going to ask that everyone quiet their mind. I'm just going to get some water. I've never done a healing holding the phone up to my ear. So I hope this goes okay. just so weird um, 
I'm just worried that I'm working on the battery. I think I'm. It's the phone battery that is running the phone. That's what's so scary to me. So it could drop out. I don't know. I think I might. No, I don't have my recorder. I was going to say I might record the healing just in case. It is the phone battery that's working, and at some point it'll die. Oh well, it's a short show, so maybe we'll be okay. All right. So. Um, Okay, I want everyone to quiet the minds, try to pull in that mind's eye, and begin to activate that focus of attention. Remember, that is the first thing. And the first thing in this very simplified version is that we're going to focus on our pure soul essence. You can use the sun or any other symbol like we've done in the past. I want you to focus on the pure soul essence and move that brilliant, powerful, pure soul essence energy in through and around the totality of your beingness, the totality of who you are at the soul level, at the body level, at the mind level, encompassing all that you are, known and unknown. Feel the energy, focus on the energy. And now I'm going to ask that we also move the totality of our amalgamated state into the pure soul essence or the symbolic diamond of originating source. That energy encompasses the totality of who we are and is adding its infinite resource to our energy field. We are joined in one accord with that energy field, with that originating source. The chakras all of us are resonating at the very highest levels that we can do at this moment in time. I'm now going to ask that all of you, all the listeners, past, present, and future, move in to this space. I'm asking that they also, now this includes Claudia, I'm asking that each and every one of you, or them I should say, become one with their pure soul essence, expanding it in through and around the totality of who they are, and then move into and become one with the originating source. Okay, we've created an incredible field. I can see it. An incredible field, huge beacons of light. Claudia came front and center. She's standing as a kind of light in front of me. She moved into the center so I could focus on her, that she became the point of focus. But she is as amalgamated and one with her energies as all of us are. And we're creating this tremendous beacon that's going out through the universe, known and unknown, 
And I do believe it's reaching into the fifth and the sixth dimension. I don't know about the seventh, and this is actually new information for me. I just thought it went through the human kingdom universe. But because we're encompassing and we carry parts of ourselves that operate and uh, are at the very highest frequencies, or the highest, not the highest, but the high frequencies of the fifth and sixth dimensional levels, this beacon also moves into there. I'm not sure what good it would do or if it does any good, or maybe it just... um, I'm not sure. But in any case, uh, the there are those legions of souls that come in to partake of the energy. I see that very clearly. And so that process of sharing the light with uh, the universe, known and unknown, for whatever reasons, known and unknown, is ongoing while we do the healing. And now, Claudia... Um, the, the picture I'm getting of her now is changed. She's now standing. I'm seeing the symbolic, seeing her at the uh, symbolically at the soul level, standing on the on the platform. But she is still. It's interesting because she's still within beautiful, brilliant light. But it's as if the picture is allowing me to see her inside the light at that symbolic s- symbolic soul level and she's down on one knee and her head is bowed and it's not it's not the as quite as defeated looking as I recall seeing her before she's still not she's still not through and past these patterns, these very um, intense patterns that she's had the last few years or last decades. I mean, some patterns have been there for different time periods, but she's not quite as defeated. The fact that she's only in one knee is really, to me, a good sign. It, it means that she has, there has been some shifts for her, which is really good. Now, I don't know even if she's listened to the healings, I'll try to find out between now and next week if she's listened. Uh, of course, it still helps whether she listens or not, but having it in consciousness, you know, with consciousness is power. So I'm hoping she has, but we'll see. I'm not going to be berating her if she hasn't. In any case, okay, now she's she's lifted her head. I was just sort of waiting to see where what she was going to tell me. She's lifted her head. And there's a, sort of a look of pleading in her eyes. She's she's asking for help. She's she's crying for help. And this pleading is just it's heartbreaking. I can just it's just palpable. It's so deep. And I because she's right in the center of her pure soul essence, I'm going to just since she's not here to direct it herself. But when you listen to this, Claudia, please direct this for yourself. You can listen to what I say, and then you can pause it and do it yourself, just so you get an idea. Uh, You can handle it actually any way you want. But I'm going to direct Claudia to, first, we're going to call in the creative, or we're not going to call it in, we carry it already. We're going to activate it. We're going to activate the creative life force energy for Claudia. 
we're going to empower it with energy from the originating source because that's an endless resource, and we want to be a powerhouse for Claudia. And we're first going to ask that the divine light move in through and around the totality of her etheric bodies and neutralize all that she at the soul level will agree to of this pattern, known and unknown, the, all the issues that, that have held her in this continuing, repeating pattern day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, and life after life. So we want those energies to be neutralized. We want the exhaustion. We want the fear. We want the self-sacrifice. We want the lack of self-love. We want all the imbalances and the lacks in her life to be neutralized. And at the same time that all this neutralizing is going on, we want to activate divine balance and harmony, divine physical healing and well-being, and physical energy, divine clarity and understanding. We want divine love, divine forgiveness, divine self-acceptance. Okay, I just can't help but tune in to some of these things that are coming up. She's very tied up with the shoulds that she has to, the the obligations is probably uh, the best word I can come up with, the obligations. And this probably came up before. Uh, I can't imagine that it didn't. Um, But whatever came up before, it's still there. She still feels tied or hooked into the obligations that she has to others, to her culture, to her mother, to her sister, to her niece, to to her job, to plying the house, all of these things she feels obligated. But understand underneath it all, it's carrying the obligations of lifetimes. So we want the energy to have the laser seekers on it to find all those obligations from the past lives to begin to really neutralize the sense of obligation. It's so powerful. And I want it and I just want to watch the energy for a bit. I want to see that she's really neutralizing as much as she can. And all the belief systems, because behind all the obligations are just a myriad of belief systems, depending on the situation, condition, the life, the culture, the society, whatever, just a myriad of belief systems as to why she has to be so obligated. And the higher selves are indicating that I do not need to go into all the reasons why, but I think everybody understands that we feel obligated when we believe we need to be obligated for some reason. Either we need to appease a god or we have to follow the authorities that are our bosses or maybe the cultural, um, the culture and society tell us we have to do a certain thing and, you know, whatever. We have rules and regulations everywhere 
and the, if we have heavy-duty belief systems that say we have to obey, that becomes, and this is what's happened with with Claudia. She's got this very powerful belief systems that she has to obey and that it's tied up with her self-worth. If she doesn't obey, she's a terrible person is the belief system. If she doesn't do what she's meant to do, then she's going to hurt somebody else or let them down. There is a lot of distortion and misunderstanding and misinterpretation. And, of course, it comes from real experiences, living in real lives around many, many different cultures, many different societies where everybody else is listening to the same rules and they're following the same rules. And after a while, you know, you stop questioning them. It becomes a solidified truth. And that's what's happened for Claudia. And I think some of this came up last time. But it's here again. And she just stood up, okay, symbolically at the soul level, she just stood up. It was as if she couldn't stand before the weight of obligation on her shoulders, the weight of burden on her shoulders. Like she didn't count. It was the obligations and the duties and the rules that were more important than she. So there is I, the the light is moving, continuing to move in, in through and around the totality of all of these energetics. I do see an actual thing that looks like a weight on her back. It's not on top of her shoulders. It's off her back, but it's been there a long time. It's dark and it's solidified and it entraps her. It holds her sort of on her knees, so to speak, to keep her following the rules, the um, the obligations, the duties, what is given from, quote-unquote, above, the higher authorities, whatever they may be in whatever life. And I want the light to really work with, it's almost like a shell. It's off the back. It's almost like a shell, a turtle shell or something, but it, it's not exactly that. But it's it's very much on her back and I really want the light we want this creative life force the pure soul essence energy working with the originating source energies to just dissolve this thing on her back that's been weighing her down and I do feel it beginning to dissolve remember she's actually in charge of the dissolving the divine energies cannot do it if she doesn't agree at that free will level, at her human facade level. She is agreeing somewhat. I do see some of it being neutralized, and I want also to be neutralized whatever resistance she has to getting rid of more of it. Whatever maybe fears coming up, there's um, there's a disbelief that's coming up like, it's the disbelief because she's lived with this way of looking at the world through these lenses for so long, it's as if she can't even imagine seeing the world in any other way. It's such a disbelief that really this can be different. How is that? Just give me one example kind of thing. That kind of really deep skepticism, deep cynicism, deep disbelief that anything can change. And I want that to be 
I want to send all those divine energies in through and around to begin to dissolve those disbeliefs and that she can't do it. There's self-doubt here too, a lot of it. That she feels so trapped, she feels like she's literally in prison. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, yikes. Well, she's doing. She's doing it. I do see some some movement here. I do see the the energies. There's certain parts of the thing on her back that are beginning to dissolve. Like there's kind of this line going right up, sort of off on the one side of it like a line of light. It's as if there's some parts of it that are more, she's more willing to dissolve than the other parts. Uh, I just want to say with all the love in my heart that these are misunderstandings that you carry. These are not truth. They feel like truth. But these truths have been crippling you for lifetimes. And I encourage you as difficult as it might be, as skeptical as you might be, to give it a try, to allow it to be neutralized because what can it hurt? You're already in so much pain. It, let's just try it because we know the divine energies that it can't hurt or harm. Why don't we try it? And she's just there's just a lot of tears, a lot of grief, a lot of sorrow. Um, there's an element to holding on to this that is also there's a some sort of payoff from her, some sort of positive effect that she gets from holding on to this pattern, and she's very ashamed of this payoff. She's got she's carrying a lot of shame and the payoff is that she gets attention. She gets people feeling sorry for her. She gets people uh reaching out to her in a way that without it she thinks they wouldn't reach out. So it's a misunderstanding in her own way anyway. And in fact, many of us have this kind of pattern because there often is that kind of payoff because we don't know better. We don't know that we can actually give ourselves support and we can love ourselves and we can feel good about ourselves without having others feel sorry for ourselves. It's because we haven't experienced it for so long, we don't know that it can be done. So it's a misunderstanding. It is part of the human condition. There's often this kind of payoff for someone. And so I want and, and there's a lot of shame around it for for Claudia and I really want to neutralize have her neutralize that shame because there's no reason here to have shame. I know it's there, uh and because none of us want to feel like, gee, we're trying to get people to feel sorry for us. It's not conscious, I don't believe, on her part at all. And it's, but it's sort of part of the pattern, and it's just sort of part of the mix, and it's part of what holds on to that keeps the pattern from being neutralized because that element is resisting. So I want the energy to move into that element as much as possible. I want to encourage, I want to call in divine, what's the word I'm looking for? 
divine expansion, divine experimentation almost, divine um, opening to new possibilities, new ideas, new approaches, including the feeding of the self by the self. What that is, I'm not sure what kind of energy, but the divine energies know, and and that's going to come in. So we want this, okay, I I am feeling that she's letting in some self-love and self-acceptance and self-forgiveness. I'm feeling that, and it's helping to neutralize this thing on her back. It's probably been neutralized about down to two-thirds of its original size. So we still have a ways to go. We still have a ways to go, and I'm just going to keep working to see how much more we can uncover. It's mostly gone on the left, more on the left side, her left side, than her right. It goes from about the top of her neck down close to the bottom of her torso, but not quite all the way down. Um, there's some self-identities here. She, without this, these patterns, it's like she doesn't know who she is or who she will be. So, and that's also very normal. So we want to have the light find the self-identities that are part of holding on to this. Now, I want to activate divine totality, divine connection, divine love again, divine acceptance again, divine forgiveness, divine balance and harmony, divine health, divine joy, divine individuality, divine movement and divine expansion, divine power. And I want those energies to be you know, being utilized in, and by the creative life force energy. And we want them to move in through and around her pattern, through the totality of who she is, to begin to open the doors of awareness, open the doors of consciousness, open the doors of possibilities, opportunities, shifting and changing, bringing in balance and healing. And we want all the, I really want to talk about the fear that's at the bottom of this PTSD. I have a feeling we worked on it before, but it's just coming up for me. So it feels as if it's part of this thing on her back, which is interesting. I'm not sure how the two tie together because the one on her back felt to me so much about the responsibility issue. But there is a connection to the PTSD Okay, it's because part of following the rules, part of doing what's obligated, is that you build the odds, at least that's the belief system, that you're building the odds that your life will unfold in a, in a way you expect. You know, if you follow the rules, then the this out of the other will be the outcome. If you don't follow the rules, you won't know what to expect. And so... Here's the thing with the the attack she had. It was completely unexpected. It came in from behind. I know I worked on this. I don't know whether it was last time or the time before. But that unexpected quality 
actually promotes her, the fear of the unexpected actually keeps the desire from the soul level to follow the rules. And that's why it's part of this second thing. And just talking about it, just as I'm blabbering on, I'm seeing the fear of the unexpected is being addressed and there's, there is a definite shift and more reduction to the thing on the back because that was a piece. They went together. It, the, the attack actually enforced the pattern of responsibility on the back and vice versa um, because it brought in something that was unexpected and then, oh, okay, well, I have to stay with this pattern. You know, they worked together and fed each other. Wow, that was very interesting. So I'm seeing now, and it's mostly, it's only about a third of it left. A big chunk got released with that pattern of uh, just bringing that into consciousness. And at that point, her at the soul level, she was able to let go of enough of that that it feels so much better. Wow. Hmm. It's still, there's still some of it on the right side of the back. It's not, doesn't seem quite so thick and dark and heavy though, but it is, there is an imbalance there. Um, and it has something to do with her femininity, in fact. It's a part of herself that denied her feminine nature in some ways. Um, it's both a denial, oh, it's so com- it's complicated, guys, but there's part of it that denied the feminine nature. And, I, and, and when I was getting that, I was just recalling that I don't think she's married and I don't think she has children because she's felt that her responsibilities meant she couldn't do that. And so there is part of this pattern is the denial of her feminine nature, <clears throat> the self-denial of herself, <clears throat> The child rearing, <coughs> sorry, that sort of thing. She's she's denied that feminine nature to. Okay, there's also a belief system that we want to get, and that's that if you have the feminine nature, this is your job. So she also is holding this this belief system that this is what real women do, or what the most you know, to be the best woman you can be kind of thing is to self-sacrifice. So this this is all tied up with her feminine thing. So we want more of this to be dissolved. We want a lot more of this. We want to get in there, and I'm seeing it work on the whole right side of the body. I don't know why the right is particularly important, but in any case, it is working on the physical body as well as on the etheric body. So I want to call in divine femininity, divine relationships, divine acceptance of the self. I hope that this is this is being recorded somewhere. I just hope because this is fascinating. I really hope because oh my gosh, I won't be I won't remember it. <sighs> anyway, so that this the thing on the back is is just so much smaller. It still has some elements here, and I'm just asking for the divine energies to continue to do the neutralizing and to continue to do the empowering. And um, she's now standing up fully. Her head is up. She feels empowered. There is energy here. I just feel 
um, I feel so much better and I, uh, for her. I want to call in the divine opportunities, the divine solutions. I mean, maybe there's some supplements she, she could take to help increase her energy, but I want her not to just take any old supplements, but to find the ones that are really best for her because we're all individuals and different things work for different people, as you guys know. Maybe there's um, an exercise program or maybe there's some something that she can do for fun uh, nearby that she can, it's not, it can add fun and joy to her life. Maybe something new comes up for her, Uh, maybe whatever. So I want to call on all that, and I want to activate the divine individuality. Okay, the the thing is still on the right side of the back, but it is so much less. I just keep sensing it and feeling it. Whatever, I want to call in whatever divine energies can finally remove that thing. I just don't want to end the healing with that thing still on, and it's not much. It is so much better. But it's as if it has claws into the spine. It's not real claws, but it's as if there's something holding it on the spine it's hanging on for dear life almost and that makes me feel like it could be fear so i really want to activate the light the, the light to neutralize any and all fears related to this thing and call in divine serenity divine support divine understanding uh, so that we can help her at at the understanding level let go of more of the fear because it's just Sometimes lack of understanding, we just hold on to fear because we don't know how it's going to be, you know, we don't know what it's going to be like when we let it go. And I think, again, the self-doubt is is here, too. It isn't just fear. Hmm. I don't know that we can get rid of the whole thing. It's just very, this last bit is a little bit stubborn. But most of it was dissolved, and so that is so huge. I'm thrilled. I'm not going to be um, worried about or upset about this last bit because we're on this journey, okay? We have the shortcut, but we still have a journey, and the the cocoon of energy is within. It's part of the divine energy, so that's already in the uh diamond shape it's already part of our uh pure soul essence energy it's already there so the higher selves are indicating to me we don't even have to do that consciously it's there and as long as she's willing to work at the soul level the healing will be ongoing for her so i don't have to consciously mention that either if it might come up sometimes because it's it's something that i i talk about almost in every healing but again uh, if i didn't have new people every week new clients and new people coming to the meetup group and i know there's new people listening to the radio show i probably wouldn't mention it every week but i do simply to have people have the idea uh have the concept so i might mention it in the future but in but in any case it is there she is continuing to process it's now really only just behind one of her shoulder blades on the right side. So she's really let go of a lot. And I will try to contact her for the 
I mean, I'll really try to contact her this week so that I can tell you guys next week if there's been any shift for her and her actual life pattern. I'm hoping it will. I'm hoping she listens to the show. But in any case, it is what it is, and we just we just will go with the flow. But anyway, here's to next week, and I keep saying I'm hoping that I'm going to fix all these issues. I get off the phone, and my life has been so crazy with this new T Radio V show that I'm doing that I'm I'm not getting to it. So I'm going to write myself a big note when I hang up and get this thing resolved one way or another because it's just it's just not working for me. Uh and I don't want you guys to miss out on some really good stuff uh just because I can't get the technology to work. Anyway, but I love everyone. I thank everyone for the opportunity to do this show and please try to use the Panama Canal that I'm providing you, that shortcut (laughs) to really shifting our life. And I'm telling you, I went into big explanation about how it helped me with my second show of the, the, the videoed radio show, but it's helped me in other ways too. So, and I'm going to continue to use it. I want the shortcuts just as much as anyone else, even though I'm, feel so great about so much of where I am. I mean, it's just, I'm just so happy. My life has done a 180 degree turn often over the years and it's still turning often. So that's exciting. It keeps unfolding, but I'm, I want to cooperate with it. I'm not going to wait around and just say, oh, well, maybe next month or next year, this will happen. I'm working for it, guys. I'm doing the process. I'm an active participant in my own journey, and I'm encouraging you guys to do the same. Okay? So with that, I'm going to say goodbye. I can't do the outro because I can't get on the computer. I mean, it's just ridiculous. But I hope everyone, I wish everyone the best. Um, I really wish everyone the best. Have a wonderful week, and for those of you in the country that celebrate the 4th of July, I wish you a wonderful holiday weekend. And with that, I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.